Grace, mercy, and peace be yours today from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Just down the hall, in my closet in the office, is a box. A box of baseball cards, football cards, basketball cards, and hockey cards. I have moved them five times in five years. Cards are not light. I've moved them from closet to closet. The box has been sealed so long, I don't know if there's water damage, humidity damage, maybe even bugs and spiders in the boxes. It's been in an attic, it's been in basements, and it spent a year in a storage unit. I had stored up for myself a collection that really doesn't do much for me. It's a heavy box, well over 50 pounds. The manna, the bread inside, has already begun to spoil. Even if I did store it well, it's certainly not going to last forever. Well, from our Old Testament reading, we learn that the bread that man keeps for himself spoils overnight. The bread you keep, it may look different from an old baseball card. What are the collections that you have? What are the collections that you have, Kelly and Owen, in your rooms? Does your collection, all of you, does it serve you well? Or do you serve your collection? Well, your parents know about it, I'm sure. But the verse that Owen chose for his confirmation does not make a distinction between kids and adults. Everyone here has, a, has an earthly collection. What's your baseball card? What's your bread? You know, I used to get really excited to buy a pack of baseball cards. My heart would race as I hoped that I might get a, a Don Mattingly card or a Daryl Strawberry. My heart raced because my heart was in that pack of cards. What races your heart? What gets the adrenaline pumping? What do you get excited about the most? That is where your heart is. And that, my friends, is what you're serving as a god, as an idol. But more often than not, after I opened the pack of cards, I wouldn't get any good baseball cards. I'd get the duds, manager cards, team cards, stickers. That's what that box down the hall is full of, I think. After that pack is open, the excitement vanishes. My heart is no longer racing. The manna has spoiled. My heart would move on to saving another 50 cents for the next pack. Bread spoils. Manna that you save for yourself, for more than the Lord intends, rots. 
And in the end, it really doesn't matter. Kids and adults alike will rediscover this in your lives consistently. Turning to other gods. Turning to other bread. That will all of a sudden seem so futile in your last days in this world. The bread that man keeps for himself spoils overnight. But the bread that God gives for use on the Sabbath lasts forever. The confirmation verse of Owen Wade Stow. Moses said, eat it today, for today is a Sabbath to the Lord. Today you will not find it in the field. This bread is forever. This bread is eternity. Infinitely in the past and infinitely in the future. But since this sort of reasoning passes all understanding, Jesus explains it as the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. Well, a couple of weeks ago in Wednesday Bible study, my heart raced again. It was not a pack of cards. It was the first passion prediction of Jesus in the Gospel of Matthew. And I looked down and it gave me goosebumps. Just thinking of it right now is giving me goosebumps. Goosebumps that I can see. Now, I have, I've read and heard that part of the Bible dozens of times. That same manna I have heard over and over again. Never spoiled. I bet I could ask any of you adults in this room, in a time in your life when you couldn't go to church for a couple weeks, sick or vacation, or maybe you just didn't go to church for a while, what was it like to receive the manna of Jesus Christ once again on Sabbath Sunday? I'll bet it never crossed your mind that it was just the same old stuff at church. Maybe even your heart raced. But I know that you were comforted. And I know it strengthened your faith. It just doesn't get old. And for Owen and for Kelly, in a short bit you'll confirm your faith and receive the body and blood of Jesus Christ. Confirming your faith before God, the body and blood that never spoils. My message for you and my message for every single one of you is to keep coming. It doesn't get old. You will be hungry. And you won't find this kind of bread in the field of the world. And you'll also be thirsty. Jesus has a lot to say about thirst. From the confirmation verse of Kelly, And Jesus said to John, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty, 
I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. In Holy Scripture, we we learn that there are different waters. Just like different manas. There's a manna that spoils, and there's a manna that lasts on the Sabbath day. Well, with water, there are wells of water that dry up. In the wells that we dig, And there is an eternal spring of water that is living and free. Jeremiah teaches us the difference in these waters. He preaches, they have forsaken the spring of living water, and they have dug their own wells. When you are thirsty, there are temptations for you to dig your own wells. Kelly and Owen, in your life you will thirst for happiness, success in career, thirst for a happy family. I mean, you want to be happy and you want to be independent. Plenty of money and no parents to tell you what to do. But you will be spiritually thirsty when bad things happen. You will be the most thirsty when you are angry, when you are sad, and when you are heartbroken. Where will you go to get a drink? Are you going to try to dig your own well? To do your own thing? Or should you go to an already flowing spring of living water that requires no payment? We all dig our own wells when we're thirsty. You all know what it's like to feel angry, to be sad. We've all been heartbroken. And it didn't only happen once in your lives. Over and over, you thirst. And the waters of sadness have run your tears dry. We all dig our own wells to find some source of water that brings us up and out of a spiritual rut. But sin runs its course. Over and over, we thirst. But like I said, Jesus has a lot to say about thirst. He says in the Gospel of John, whoever drinks of the water that Jesus will give him will never be thirsty again. And again, Jesus says in another part, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. And Jesus said to John in Revelation, it is done. It is finished. It is complete. Your sins of your heart desiring other bread, your sins of serving Other manna, forgiveness is done. Your sins of desiring to dig your own well, to find your own water, your sin of trying to self-provide happiness, forgiveness is done. Done is the payment for sins that makes his living water free indeed. And you shall never thirst again. Jesus is the eternal God who gives you manna 
every Sabbath Sunday that lasts forever. Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega that gives you the waters of eternal life. Repent, and you shall be forgiven. In our gospel, ask, and you shall receive, that your joy may be full. You all believe in Jesus Christ, as our confirmands are about to confess. You all believe in Jesus Christ, who has emptied himself to fill you with joy. Christ empties himself on the cross to fill you. His word is the spring of the water of life for you. His body is the Sabbath manna for you. His blood and water emptied out of his side and became sacraments for you. Owen Wade Stow and Kellyanne Golden, welcome to the Lord's table. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.